Hello everybody, welcome to The Truth Hurts. Today we're going to be talking about Tory Lanes and not gun control, but just weapons and the right to protect yourself. And is this even a conversation that uh, should have to happen? Is this something that the government or anybody else should have any input on when it comes to you protecting your existence? So Tory Lanes, not to make it too much about him, but I think it's a good example because I I posted this on a Twitter page and it was kind of still is actually causing a lot of uh, feedback on both sides. He basically was with uh, what's her name, Megan the Stallion, I think, and he was pulled over. Whatever happened, he was arrested for uh, uh, illegal gun, uh, concealed gun, whatever. So for me, I, I think I posted it's insane how any man can tell another man what weapons they can conceal and carry. Right. In order to defend themselves, I said that that right should only be lost if you menace or terrorize somebody with the weapon. If you act irresponsibly. I've talked about this on other podcasts, but I'm going to detail it a little bit more right now. There was a video um, maybe two weeks ago. It was a white lady, kind of a Karen lady. And there was a black family. I think it was a couple ladies, though. I don't know if it was a man there. But long story short, there was some sort of parking dispute, right? They were blocked in. I don't know who did what, but there was some sort of parking dispute between this white man, this, his wife, and uh, this, this, this black family. So after the dispute, whatever, the lady's in the car, right? The husband's in the car. Nobody's blocking them. They can drive off. She gets out of the car, takes out her gun, and she's pointing the gun at this lady and talking very violently, just just cursing and menacing, pretty much menacing. And the lady said, you're going to shoot me? They're all recording her. And it was, you can look it up. It's right on the internet. Now, in normal fashion, she was, uh, a few days later, I think she was arrested. And she, uh, I think I, she did a, like, I don't know if it's a press conference or interview or whatever, just a video crying saying oh she, she you have to watch it you know how these people are she's she saying she felt in fear of her life and she didn't know how many people were going to come and all this other bullshit so now she becomes the minister to the victim and usually the mind of a person who will just pull out a weapon and menace somebody in a situation that's not life-threatening or really hectic is the same type of individual it's an unstable uh, mind and this is the type of mind that should never have a gun so like example that act alone should take away her right to ever own a firearm because that act was not life threatening. I don't care what argument they had with the with the black family. By the time the video starts, she's in her car. She gets out of the car to confront this lady and pull a gun, not just flash it or even have it out. She's pull, she pulls it out, two hands on the gun, pointing it, menacing with the gun. Very angry, talking very aggressively. I gave another example a few weeks ago. Um on a podcast just talking about I gave two examples at, at a gas station maybe where a guy comes and he and, and he wants to fight you and you pull out the gun and you menace him that you should lose your right but now if three guys got you cornered with a knife and they're talking about stabbing you and you shoot somebody or even more multiple people I don't think there's anything wrong so it's all about situations to me and to me the key part is responsible ownership people are going to shoot the guns and things are going to happen but the point is you don't want people that are willing to menace other people with the weapon. So when I hear of things like Tory Lanez, right, who, you know, you never know somebody fully. But from everything I can tell, he doesn't seem like a punk, but he doesn't seem like a troublemaker. He seems like a real high 
kind of fun spirited guy. He was doing a lot of stuff here during this quarantine thing and you know, his little podcast and, and video show. So he doesn't really seem like he was going to do anything. Uh, just like the other rapper, what's his name, Joel Santana. Joel Santana seems like he has a drug problem, and that's and that's how he got uh, brought that gun to the airport. You know, he wasn't probably going to shoot somebody at the airport. He was on drugs, uh, high from another night or whatever, and probably didn't even check his bag or whoever he was around was on drugs with him and didn't check his bag. But the point is, they had a weapon. So to me, a man with a weapon, I don't really care about. I don't give a shit about any man with a weapon. I don't really care if it's legal. That's not what I'm worried about. Because every day when you, especially I'm from a big city and I've been in tons of big cities, you're, you're, you're walking past people with weapons all the time and you don't know it. And that's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> and the only time you're going to know it is when something happens or some fool menaces with the weapon. So just this is going to be a real quick one, but I just want to just put this thought in you guys uh, mind of whose right is it to protect your life so for me I always say I'm a I consider myself a positive black man and that's not to say I'm perfect but no my mind is is positive in terms of I don't want to hurt people I want to help people I try to do the right thing all the time and I'm not looking for, for for fuckery or bullshit I just handle things that come my way so for a positive black man I have a lot of enemies niggers are one of my enemies right Racist people are one of my enemies. Cops, unfortunately, are, are some of my enemies. So I have a lot of enemies based off the fact that I'm a black man and I'm positive. So for me, when I go out or even when let's go back a little when I was coming up urban environment, you know, I was smart enough to, to really never have to carry a weapon. You know, I would keep sometimes a little like razor and things like that around because it was a tough place. But. I didn't usually walk around with a gun because, you know, for me, one thing, it, it was a setup. Part of that inner city setup is like, honestly, detectives just pull your car over. Like if you have a car and you drive for a five to you're going to get pulled over 10, 20 times, like and illegally search. They're going to just illegally search your car and try to find weapons. So for me, I was like, damn, these people and you can't stop it. Like I've tried to stop it. You can't stop it. You can file stuff after, but you can't stop it. So I'm like, damn, even if I, and you can't get the legal gun in most cases, especially a young man, uh, like I was from New York. So I was like, wow, I can't, you know, the, the, the gangsters have the guns. They'll rob me, shoot me. These cops have guns, um, but I can't get a gun. Uh, I can't just carry a weapon. And even a night, my friend got locked up one time for a knife. Just having a knife. I'm like, damn, you can't walk. Who is somebody to tell you that you can't walk around with a knife? Because it's like we're in this dangerous city. Every And why can't we protect ourselves? If I don't have any, if I'm not doing crime, I didn't do anything violent towards anybody. Why can't I have something to protect myself? The whole thought of it was so like, but what if somebody does something to me? Like, what what if I get into something? Why can't I have something to protect myself? It's like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I could be going to the store. And somebody can can try to do something to me and I can't go back to my car and get a weapon. I I just have to just get, be victimized. That's just so insane to me, man. And the point I want to make is this. And a lot of people are going to agree and, and a lot of people are going to disagree. But that's why the truth hurts. There are no rules in life. They're just consequences. And people that want to control you. It's the bottom line. That's why you can do anything you want right now. There's just consequences. Nobody Unless you're in jail, right? And even in jail, you can act out as far as you can do things, right? Nobody can stop your behavior, but there's consequences to all your behavior. 
So I, I, I like to think about the consequences connected to, to, to having weapons, especially peaceful people that have weapons. So I don't know what Tory Lane's background is. I know he's from Canada, so it's a lot of things with that. But just in general, if he has no criminal record, he didn't do anything, like, I'm sorry, man. To me, if you're going to say that, if even if you're going to have a law like this, it can't it come with, like, two or three years in jail for owning a weapon. That is fucking insane to me. <laughs> that is so insane for, for a human being to think you can put another human being in a fucking cage for years of their life, their one life, because they had a weapon just in case somebody tried to harm them. Because it's not lawful. That's just, no, 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 I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of uh, cowards and fearful people that are so terrified of the, the fact that somebody would think that they need a gun. But, you know, everybody lives a different life. If you are a jeweler, right, people plot on these people. People that transport money, people plot on these people. They're robbers and people who look to do things, <laughs> you know. So you have to have to have a right to protect yourself a lot of times you've seen maybe an off-duty cop or somebody in real life be able to save a situation right because he had a weapon you've seen it with civilians at times because he had a weapon people say about oh that it could get crazy if people let uh, more people have guns but i don't think so because i think criminals know that most people don't have guns the regular people the other criminals have but the regular people which they're usually going to victimize they don't have guns and they know you don't have guns. I think if they knew that everybody had guns, eh, some people would still play their cards. But a lot of people would think differently. You wouldn't just go into a Target or Walmart and do some stupid shit because like <laughs> five or six people just, oh shit, he's on bullshit. And take you out. What are you coming here shooting people for? What's going on? You know, we gonna shoot you. That's it. So, Toby Lanes is in jail. Many people are in jail for gun possession. I'm not talking about gun use now. It's a lot when you when you use the gun, just like when a cop uses it, it has to be a whole different type of investigation. But just the possession of a gun, a knife, anything, especially if it's not like ridiculous. I'm not saying that you walk around it's like six AR-15s in your car. <laughs> like that's probably overkill, right? But honestly, an automatic, a revolver, and a rifle in the trunk, eh? <laughs> I can't guard my life because here's what happens: if your life is snuffed out, guess what happens? You're dead. <laughs> it's over. So what the fuck you care about a law when you let some man take your fucking life? You fucking serious? You just gonna walk around and let somebody take your life from you, and you don't even go out to protect yourself. You don't even go out defending yourself. Man, listen, that shit is pathetic, and I, I pray for all the souls that had to leave the earth that way, and I pray that that never happens to me. So guys, I think you know guns are serious. You can listen to my podcast on on guns and gun control and you know ultimately i'm not a big fan of the gun if i can get rid of all of them i would i think it's a cowardly weapon to a degree because it doesn't involve enough close quarter combat for people to become killers you see all those people being killed and shot around lately and uh, it's because these people you don't even have to know how to shoot you just go you fire off a weapon to try to get a reputation and you can kill people so i don't like that element of it but the reality is all this stuff exists now and if, if, if the criminals gonna have the guns and the cops have the guns and I'm just trying to go and, and program my little algorithms and go to the gym and live my little life and do a bunch of regular things, go to CVS, go to restaurants. Listen, man, I want no trouble with anybody, but I'm a realist and I've been in all types of environments. And the reality is they are bad people or people that I can say they're all bad. There's bad moments in their lives. There are people right now with all this economic shit. There's a lot of people struggling. A lot of people looking to rob people and do things. Why should you be a victim and can't defend yourself? 
Now, with that, if you're going to have all of these guns in the world, then guns, the, the acquisition of, of one or two pistols, a revolver, maybe one handgun, you know, maybe under a certain caliber, you could put limits, you know, like under a certain caliber, um, you know, you should be able to have and the process should be easy. Like people shouldn't go to a state and apply for that gun, have no record. And then just they come up with some reason why you can't have a gun. I just don't I don't understand that, you know, and then you get murdered, which is possible when it happens. That's just bad. So, guys, I think it's time we look at, you know, what we do for gun possession. I'm going to end it with this one. I think if anything. If you are going to keep the laws somewhat the same, I say with like a gun possession for Tory Lanes and a person like in that case, he's with uh, he's with uh, Megan Thee Stallion, for Christ's sake. He just probably trying to avoid trouble. A guy like this, he didn't use a gun instead of two, three years in jail. I'm thinking like, you know what? Uh, 30 days in jail confiscate the gun thousand dollar fine and, and encourage him to do it the right way to get licensed. Something like that. Something, you know, just a little punishment, but not something that breaks your life down. Like when I think of Joel Santana in jail, like this dude is not, you know, he's not an angel, I'm sure. But like Joel Santana is not on that, man. He's not looking to hurt nobody, man. <laughs> you know, but people come on, man. People, people target people. These are high profile people. People know who they are. And a lot of them not even rich like that. But, you know, perceptions, reality, man. People try to get what you have. And even if you're not rich. Just that nice car, that Bentley, whatever they wanted. So, guys, let's real, let's really think about it, man, because putting people in jail for trying to protect their lives is kind of crazy. The truth hurts. Hello, everybody. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, we really appreciate it here. I just want to set an email address for you guys in case you want to get in contact with any comments, suggestions, feedback, positive or negative. Anything that's not gross or disrespectful is more than welcomed here at the podcast because we just want to push progress and think forward. That email address is podcast at gmail.com. Once again, podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that's T-T-H-B-L-K podcast at gmail.com. Basically, it's the truth hurts, but lies kills uh, podcast, and it's just abbreviated. So the whole title of the podcast is abbreviated, uh, put into six different letters, followed by the word podcast as one long word, right? T-T-H-B-L-K podcast at gmail.com. Please get in contact. Don't hesitate. Anything you can think of, suggestions, other podcasts, anything that you feel is relevant, trust me, we will look at it. We will engage and uh, we will push the agenda forward. Thanks a lot, guys.